Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair. And sometimes I do an episode where I think, wow, that information was awesome. It was deep. It was interesting. I learned some things. And then I think it could have been two hours or three hours because there's so much there. Such was the case with my interview with Richard Passwater Jr., episode 303, and now that we're on episode 304, I've decided to do a follow-up episode to that episode for the reasons that I think one of the biggest challenges, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, jump on the uh, Vitality Radio listeners community on Facebook, hit me up on Instagram, at Vitality Nutrition bountiful or at vitality radio and tell me what you think of this in fact i may even push this out as a kind of a poll question on the social media because i'm actually very curious you know i come from an interesting place where i've never been only a supplement consumer i've always been a supplement taker like you may be but also a supplement salesperson and then a supplement formulator and coming from the inside, so to speak, and getting a lot of the inside uh, information that is available to uh, people who own health food stores, who make supplements for a living, that kind of thing, puts me at a bit of a disadvantage when I'm trying to understand what you need as a consumer uh, that doesn't have that extra layer of insight that I am so blessed to have on a daily basis doing what I do. So then here's the question that I'll pose right now and I'll also pose on social media, and that is, is one of the biggest challenges that you're dealing with as a supplement consumer, the feeling of overwhelm, like, okay, I learned all this stuff, but now what the heck do I do with it, right? What do I do now that I've learned this stuff and how do I take this item And is it okay to take it with that item? And can I also take it with these other things that I'm already taking? And do I even need it because I eat organically or whatever? So the question, I guess, again, is do you feel overwhelmed with the information that you receive? Maybe even sometimes to the point of not doing anything with that information. If you find yourself in that position, and I know that some of you do, I don't know how many, and it'll be interesting to see how the poll results go. In fact, I may have to share those with you on the next episode of Vitality Radio. Then um, if you find yourself in that situation, that's what this show's about. So one of the things that I am working on, and this is really, really important for you to understand, because another thing that you may not be privy to uh, is that our industry, which is considered not regulated by the FDA or the federal government, is indeed regulated. It is not regulated the same way that drug drugs are regulated because, frankly, the stuff that we sell is mostly food. In fact, they call them dietary supplements or food supplements. 
So it's pretty hard to hurt yourself with a natural supplement. You can, and there are some crappy natural supplements out there. Um, <clears throat> but people aren't dropping dead of overdoses of vitamin C or multivitamins or copper or magnesium or omega-3 fish oils or any of that kind of stuff like they do with Tylenol and ibuprofen and you know all these other things that are regularly also sold over the counter but as pharmaceuticals. And so experimentation is, you know, largely okay. You do have to be educated, and, and that's what I try to do on this show and make sure that you're not doing anything too silly as much as I possibly can help you prevent that. But there's this big challenge because one of the regulations that, we're, that we deal with in this industry uh, the health food and natural products industry is called DSHEA, the Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act. It was passed back in uh, <clears throat> 1993, I believe it was, and it basically tongue-tied manufacturers and salespeople of supplements. Uh, they can make what are called structure function claims. A structure function claim means that I can claim to support your natural structure of the human body or the natural function of the human body. So for instance, I can't say legally that my product will help lower your blood pressure, but I can say that it can help maintain already normal blood pressure. So that's structure function as opposed to like a drug claim that you could say, yeah, this you know, we've got clinical evidence as a lower blood pressure. Now, that's troubling because there are a lot of things that we sell at health food stores that can indeed lower your blood pressure, and we have clinical evidence to prove it. Uh, berberine, for instance, is something that has shown excellent uh, research for blood pressure. You can look at that on episode 227, where I don't make any claims on that show. I just share what the science is about berberine. Um, aged garlic extract. A lot of people loved the episode I did on that a few months back. That has been shown in clinical studies to also, you know, lower blood pressure. But the company can't say that. They can't actually say that, even though there's evidence that that is the case. So people in my position find themselves a little hamstrung because we can't treat disease. We're not doctors. Uh, I always make that disclaimer. It's in the show notes of every show, and I say it verbally uh, at, during each show, oftentimes more than once. I'm not a doctor. I don't claim to be a doctor. I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be your doctor. Um, that's not the pr profession I chose. I want to be the guy that sells supplements and educates on supplements, and that's what I do. And so as a non-doctor, I can't practice medicine, which means I can't diagnose or prescribe or treat a disease. And that's fine. It's the way the laws are. And frankly, I don't want to treat your disease either. What I want to do is give you the most clear education that I possibly can to help you get the information you need to take the best care of your health that you possibly can and ultimately to obtain optimal vitality, which is why Vitality Nutrition is called what it is and Vitality Radio is called what it is, because my goal for everybody listening to this episode of this show and any episode of this show is that the tidbits of information that you're able to get from this will help you obtain your optimal level of vitality.
So with all of that being said, I'm going to give you something that I don't, I can't often do on a, an episode of Vitality Radio, and that is an actual protocol for something. The reason I can is because it's all going to be based in the structure and function of what we're talking about today, which is collagen. Last week, Dr. Richard Passwater Jr. was on Vitality Radio all the way from Istanbul, Turkey, and he gave you a ton of information on what collagen is, how it works, what it does, and something specific called Biosil. Now, he works for the company as an educator, the company that makes Biosil, so he's certainly biased, and I sell Biosil for a living, so I am also certainly biased, at least to some degree. But the research is what the research is, and it's very, very uh, obvious that Biosil plays a major role in improving collagen uh, production inside of the human body. So I'll be giving you a protocol all about collagen and how to build more collagen at the end of this show. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to really dial in on what we learned in episode 303 about how to prevent collagen loss and how to improve collagen production inside the human body in a little bit more detail. I'm not going to talk about what collagen does. If you want to learn what collagen does and you didn't listen to episode 303, Go back and listen to that. That's where some awesome information is on collagen. I'm going to talk about a protocol to help optimize collagen levels because collagen is a protein that we all need. It's a collagen, collagen is a protein that we all have. Collagen is an extremely hot uh, topic right now in the natural products um, marketplace. People like yourself have probably either used it, considered using it, or at least heard somewhere that it's something you may want to consider using because of all the varied benefits of collagen. And the thing that's cool about collagen is it is something that we all know that we need, that we all have, and that we all know that we actually lose as we age and would like to keep more of. It's important for all connective tissue. It's important for your joints. It's important for your gut. It's important for your hair, your skin and nails and all that. But again, you'll get more detail on that in episode 303. So as I was talking to, to uh, Richard Passwater, he said there are four things, four things that you can do to prevent collagen loss. And that's what I want to focus on primarily here is those four things and then the things that you can do to improve collagen production inside the body. And then the actual way that I suggest that you do this, and this is actually exactly what I am now doing to boost my own collagen, because at 50 years old, heaven knows I need it. So this is what we're talking about today on Vitality Radio. If you have questions, you can call us at Vitality Nutrition, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or you can jump online Open up a chat if you have questions or just browse around at vitalitynutrition.com. Okay, so let's jump into this right now. The four things that Richard talked about were homocysteine. Now, you may not have known what homocysteine was when you heard that episode. I think uh, if I had to guess, I bet most of the people listening had not even heard of homocysteine. If they had heard of homocysteine, maybe they didn't know a lot about it. And that's okay. 
because nobody's really talking about it, at least not in medicine. I don't hear about it ever. There's not a bunch of drugs out there designed to lower your homocysteine levels, at least not that I'm aware of. And yet homocysteine is probably a bigger threat to cardiovascular wellness and uh, various other aspects of our health than, say, something like cholesterol, which is talked about constantly. So let's just do a quick overview of homocysteine. I may have to go and do a whole show on this at some point, but we're going to spend about five minutes on it today. What is homocysteine? What does it do and how does it get too high? Homocysteine is a specified type of amino acid that's created in the body during metabolic processes as opposed to consumed in food. Most of our amino acids come from things like chicken or eggs or uh, vegetable sources that are high in protein and that kind of thing. This one we actually make inside of our body, but still an amino acid. And in healthy people, homocysteine is transformed into a benign product that keeps levels maintained but when homocysteine isn't properly metabolized, it builds up inside the body and acts similar to a toxin. The causes, uh, or sorry, this causes inflammation to rise and causes changes in cardiovascular, neurological, and endocrine uh, systems. High homocysteine is a common cause of inflammation of the arteries and therefore tied directly to heart disease. One genetic cause of high homocysteine levels is people being born with the MTHFR mutation. If you're familiar with that mutation, then there's a decent chance you got that mutation because most people that don't have it don't know about it. Uh, but if you haven't, you don't know if you have it or not, and you have heard of it, it is a mutation. It's genetic, and it's estimated that somewhere in the neighborhood, depending on who you ask, of 25 to 40% of Americans are dealing with it. And if you do, you can't make folic acid into folate very effectively, if at all. You can't basically methylate B vitamins very efficiently. And in particular, vitamins B6 and B12 and folic acid. Homocysteine levels tend to rise with age and things like smoking and certain drugs uh, and even alcohol make uh, the conversion or elimination of excess homocysteine even more challenging. Men also seem to have higher homocysteine than do women. So what can you do for homocysteine? And, and why does it matter if you're talking about collagen? Well, homocysteine has a direct impact on breaking down collagen in the body. It's one of the biggest issues. The big four that he mentioned on episode 303 are stress, um, oxidative stress, basically free radicals that are breaking down our cells, homocysteine, high homocysteine levels, and something called glycation. And I'm going to go through all four of those. So back to homocysteine. If we want to get that under control, there are a few things that we must do. One is we need to make sure we're getting a bioavailable form of vitamins B6, B12, and folate, which I will say basically precludes us from taking folic acid there are many of us who can convert folic acid. More of us can than cannot. But if you're not sure, then folate is more of a sure thing because it's already converted. Methylcobalamin as a form of B12 is similar in that way. And uh, something called P5P as a form of vitamin B6. So taking those supplements can make a big difference. Also, of course, things like magnesium and omega-3, these vital five things that I talk about all the time, and there are antioxidants that help as well. We'll talk a little bit more about antioxidants in, the, uh, in one of the next sections. Regular exercise makes a big difference as well. So we know that 
this, the big vitamins are B6, B12, and folate. Uh, zinc is a mineral that's important for homocysteine reduction. And then something known as trimethylglycine, TMG. It's also known as betaine. Trimethylglycine is perhaps the strongest thing to knock down um, homocysteine, and it is something we can make inside of our body as well if everything's you know functioning like it should. Now, bear with me. Because at the end, I'm going to talk about the potential for overwhelm with all of this, you know, information and scientific data and all this stuff. But I'm going to narrow it down to something that I believe is very, very simple and not overwhelming at all. So that's the story on homocysteine in a nutshell. Number two would be getting enough rest and managing stress because stress stress is a major factor in uh, collagen breakdown. So we have to make sure we're getting ourselves that seven to nine hours of sleep. And we need to do things as much as we can to manage our stress, which is to, if you can, get some of those stressors out of your life. And if those stressors are going to be there, figure out ways to manage them. Uh, Supplements are an option. Things like theanine, ashwagandha, those B vitamins I just talked about are fantastic for stress. Uh, My number one selling product that people use for that purpose is called Anxiety Release, which has those methylated B vitamins, the theanine and the ashwagandha in it. It's one that I take uh, on a pretty regular basis myself, especially before I do this show, because I find that it helps me focus in, which I love. So managing stress is big. Meditation, breath work, you know, those types of things. Lots and lots of good options there. Uh, The next thing that you may not be as familiar with maybe along the lines of homocysteine, a little less talked about for sure, something called glycation. Now, glycation is a process which is caused by the presence of excess glucose, that's sugar, in the skin fibers themselves. This excess triggers an internal reaction in which sugar molecules adhere to the collagen and elastin proteins that Richard talked about, which normally help keep skin firm and supple. So glycation breaks those things down. In this process, something called advanced glycation end products, otherwise known as AGEs, are formed. In time, these end products make collagen rigid, meaning that it loses its ability to keep skin firm and ultimately contributes to making us look older than we actually are. This process begins when we're around 20 or 21 years old and gradually intensifies. So while it is a natural process, diets that are high in sugar accelerate glycation. The big thing here, the simple takeaway, because frankly, it's going to be good for you whether you care about collagen or not, eat less sugar, especially refined sugar. And number four would be oxidative stress. Another thing I don't talk about probably enough on Vitality Radio. There's just so much to get to, but that's another topic that I'm going to do is oxidative stress on an individual show in the near future. Oxidative stress is basically, I, I look at it this way, and this isn't quite exactly what it is, but very simple terms. An analogy that I like to use is rust on a car. If you look at the rust on a car, um, It is this, uh, you know, aging, you could call it, of the metal uh, that has become rusty. And as it becomes rusty, it becomes more brittle. You can, you know, you can kick a hole in a rusty door. You can't kick a hole in a solid steel door. So that's very similar to what we're talking about with collagen. As it gets uh, with that higher glycation, with the higher stress, the higher cortisol levels, um, the high homocysteine levels, things like that, we're going to have what looks like um, rusty cells, essentially. And 
rusty skin, uh, literally rusty skin, if you look at it in the in the way of like age spots and things like that, but also fine lines, wrinkles, crow's feet, uh, all of those types of things are going to have a higher likelihood of happening when we have oxidative stress because oxidative stress simply breaks down cells in the body, much like rust breaks down metal uh, if it's left out in the rain. So antioxidants. Antioxidants are crucial, and taking antioxidants makes a big difference. What type of antioxidants? Well, there's a whole bunch of different antioxidants you can look at. And frankly, that's, an, again, another topic I'm going to tackle. I'm going to talk about kind of the hierarchy of antioxidants on an upcoming episode of Vitality Radio. But for now, just examine your supplement uh, regimen if you've got one and look for things like vitamin C, vitamin E, selenium. These are all powerful antioxidants that are vitamins, coenzyme Q10, ubiquinol, astaxanthin, lutein, zeaxanthin, lycopene, green tea, grapeseed extract. These are all antioxidants, and you don't have to take all of these antioxidants, but it's a good idea to take some antioxidants on a daily basis, in my opinion. Okay, so now I've gone through all these four things that break down collagen. Let's talk about a real protocol for building up collagen production, for getting more collagen in your body. Because the reason I originally came up with the Vital Five years ago was because I had so many people asking me, where do I start? You know, what do I do? If I'm, I want to take supplements, I want to be optimally healthy, but you have a store full of 4,000 plus supplements. I can't take all of them. I don't even know what they all are. How do I start? Where do I go? I did an episode. Uh, we'll link it in the show notes because I don't remember the episode number right now, uh, but it'll be linked. It's my Vital 5 user's guide. And I talk all about the Vital 5. And the Vital 5, if you're not familiar with it, are the five things that I recommend as supplements that I believe just about every adult in America would benefit from. Not recommending them for any specific disease or condition, just supporting the body. And one of those supplements is is, um, a multivitamin. But I always preface that with a good multivitamin because if you're looking at Centrum and thinking that's a good multivitamin, you are looking in the wrong place. So what is a good multivitamin? Well, to narrow it down and to sound completely and 100% uh, self-promoting here, the best multi I know of is called Ultimate Vitality Multi. I really believe that. It's my formula. I developed it years ago. I've told the story on the show many times. I won't get into that. But the idea behind it was to give people a multi that they could feel. More energy, better stress response, and really just help support the body's natural uh, detoxification pathways, make sure that the the B vitamins and the other things that are in there are in very highly bioavailable forms. So the vitamin C, for instance, are ascorbates instead of ascorbic acid. The B vitamins are methylated. They didn't used to be. The original formula did not used to be. I've made multiple improvements to the formula over the years as I have seen uh, the need to improve and as new research has come out. And so the thing about the Vital 5 is I'm trying as much as possible with five supplements to cover as many bases as possible. Probiotics, digestive enzymes, omega-3s, magnesium, and a good multivitamin. Well, a good multivitamin covers a ton of bases because my supplement has over 100 ingredients in it. It's loaded. 
with a bunch of different stuff. And they're not just vitamins and minerals. One of the big things that are in there is a bunch of antioxidants. We just talked about the critical nature of antioxidants. Also, Richard was very clear about vitamin C and copper being critical elements for the production of collagen. And that vitamin C and copper, along with silica uh, from the orthosilicic acid or biosil, that that combination has been shown to improve collagen retention and collagen production inside the human body. So we've got the antioxidants. We've got the copper and the vitamin C. We also have um, very high levels of the methylated B vitamins that we talked about. So if the homocysteine is a concern, you've got the methylated B6, B12, and folate in there, and TMG. Now, very few multivitamins have TMG. That's that trimethylglycine that I talked about that might be the most important thing you can take for homocysteine. Now, it doesn't have a big dose of TMG in there, but it has precursors that help the body to make more TMG. And the body will make TMG when it has those key elements available to it. So it covers those bases very, very well. It also has a very high level of biotin, and biotin plays a role in soft tissue production, such as hair, skin, and nails, and kind of works hand-in-hand hand with collagen. It has herbs that help to lower cortisol. It has vitamins and, and that help to balance the stress response. So we're working on stress. We're working on, on uh, antioxidants. We're working on the methylation pathways, which can work for people with MTHFR or even people that don't have those but do have the high homocysteine. And I never developed Ultimate Vitality Multi for the purposes of producing more collagen. I just wanted to put all the right things in there for optimal vitality, Ultimate Vitality, thus the name. So if it kind of shocked me, to be honest with you, as I started preparing this episode, I actually uh, texted my Jen on this and I said, hey, Jen, I didn't realize how good of a collagen support product Ultimate Vitality Multi was until I talked to Richard about it. But it really does cover these bases well because it, it also has a good high dose of chromium in there, which helps to balance blood sugar, which can help with glycation. It has alpha lipoic acid in there, which can also help with that. So it's really an interesting product and I think a good baseline supplement because not only is it part of the Vital 5, but it covers many of the bases of things that Richard specifically said we need to increase collagen production in the body. And so my recommendation for this um, protocol is going to have three things in it, just three things, one of which you may already be taking, the Ultimate Vitality Multi. Maybe you're taking a collagen supplement already. Maybe you're already taking a silica supplement or biocell. I don't know, but we'll go through each of these three. But before I get into that, I skipped ahead a little bit, and now I realize I need to not do that. Remember I talked about that overwhelm thing? Well, the overwhelm thing can be very real. And it's really important to understand that there are 50 things. Maybe there's 500 things. There's plenty of things you can do to improve your collagen, your collagen retention and your collagen production. But you don't have to do all of them. And it's not realistic to think that any of us would do all of those things. So my goal today is just to kind of narrow it down. Here are the things we know based on the education I've received on collagen and that you received on collagen and silica in episode 303. It's really important to understand that anything you do to improve collagen should help do just that. For instance, biosil. 
the silica supplement that Richard talked about. All of the studies on biosil are done in the absence of adding more copper or more vitamin C or more collagen or more protein or reducing stress. They just give people biosil and biosil just works, according to the clinical trials. And collagen as a supplement, all by itself, we know it works, particularly if you get a really good quality collagen. And the one I'm about to talk about is called Total Body Collagen from Natural Factors. And it has a specific collagen in it called Verisol. Verisol is from Italy. They have at least eight years of clinical trials that have been done on it in humans. And the most impressive one, I think, is the one that shows a dramatic improvement in the skin, specifically deep wrinkles and crow's feet in just 28 days. But what's really interesting about it is not only do they see that those results, they saw them at a low dose. Because the total body collagen has 10 grams of collagen, Verisol collagen, per scoop. But the research was done on 2.5. Now, in some cases, more isn't better. But in the case of collagen, near as I can tell, more is better. It just simply is. Now, collagen is not a complete protein. Uh, and unless it's hydrolyzed, it's not a particularly bioavailable protein. But when they hydrolyze it, which all they're doing is basically putting it in a digestive enzyme bath, breaking it down into its individual components so the body can absorb it. And then what happens is the body then takes those components and makes more collagen. So that's how that process works. But to make it a whole protein, total body uh, collagen, they've added L-tryptophan, which is the one missing amino acid that uh, keeps it from being a complete protein. So in just a quarter of a scoop, in 28 days, according to the researchers, Deep wrinkles and crow's feet are dramatically improved. That's kind of amazing, right? So now what would happen if you took biosil plus collagen? Well, best guess, I don't think anybody's ever done a study on it, is you'd get better results than if you took just biosil or collagen. And then what happens if you throw Ultimate Vitality Multi on top of it? We know better sleep helps, so get yourself better sleep. We know more exercise helps. We know that eating less sugar helps. We know that improving methylation via folate and methyl B vitamins helps. We know that copper helps. We know that vitamin C helps and so on. So any of these steps that you want to take and that you're capable of taking will help to improve collagen. And the more that you stack on top of that, likely the better results you'll achieve. So back to the protocol. It's really simple. One, two, three with a possible number four. The first one would be the Ultimate Vitality Multi, and I recommend three capsules a day with breakfast. Simple, easy, effective. Number two would be BioSil. BioSil is, of course, the focus of our conversation with Richard on episode 303. And again, if you didn't hear it, I really would suggest it. It's a little choppy because he was in Istanbul. <laughs> <laughs> in a in a hotel uh, lobby with music playing. So the internet connection was a little funky. The sound in the background was a little funky. His ability to hear me was a little funky, vice versa. But it's pretty clear. And I think the, the information there, I think, is just solid as a rock. I loved it. Uh, it. BioCell has more clinical proof of its ability to boost collagen than anything else that I've ever seen. It comes from a company that I trust, which can't be said about a lot of companies out there, of course. And hopefully, uh, if you have some trust in what I say and, uh, you know, how I verify these things, you'll have some trust in the BioSil product as well. And then as a massive side benefit that we didn't mention during the 
conversation with Richard, or we glanced over it anyway. It has a major side benefit that really matters. It helps to rid the body of aluminum. Aluminum is toxic, and it's believed to be linked to dementia, Alzheimer's, autism, and many other neurological issues. We get it in food. We get it in vaccines. We get it in air pollution. We get it in antiperspirants and other places as well. And while avoiding aluminum is the best option, we all get some, even if we attempt not to. And Biosil contains the very specific stabilized orthosilicic acid, sorry, which has been shown in multiple studies to transport aluminum out of the body. Another way you can do that is to add some Fiji water to your day. I don't sell Fiji water for a living or have any stock in that company, but Fiji and Volvic, V-O-L-V-I-C, are high in naturally occurring orthosilicic acid. And so if you're going to try BioSil, bio I would recommend the capsules. There is a liquid. You can do the liquid, but it doesn't taste very good. It's quite strong. It is a little cheaper, so it depends on your courage level. You can decide. But the capsules are easy to take. They're not very big. They swallow easy, and they're very effective. And the clinical trials on BioSil were largely done on two capsules per day, so that is what I suggest, even though the bottle says you can take one or two. I would at least do two until you're seeing really good results, and then you can consider dropping it down to one a day after a few months. And then the last thing would be that total body collagen powder. It comes in three flavors, unflavored, and then pomegranate and orange. They all taste very good. Uh, the unflavored doesn't taste like much, so you can just sort of mix it in with whatever you want. And uh, one scoop is four times the level that was studied. So if you want to keep your costs down, but you still want to see some of those clinically proven benefits, you could use a quarter of a scoop. And in 28 days, you should see some significant benefit. Tack that on with the multivitamin with all of the bells and whistles that are there plus the biosil, and you've got yourself a really nice combination. I recommend one full scoop a day, at least for a month, to really kind of front load that high collagen level. But then if you want to drop it down uh, to either conserve money or how much stuff you're taking, you certainly could do that and drop it down to you know a quarter scoop or a half a scoop. So that's the protocol. It's really simple. It's the Ultimate Vitality Multi, three capsules a day. I recommend it with breakfast because a lot of people notice it gives them some nice energy. The BioSil capsules, two capsules per day. You can do those with meals, uh, but doesn't really matter which meals, just two per day. And then the Total Body Collagen, which I actually think optimally is taken at night before bed. There's some really good research showing that's very good, uh, that your body does some good things with repair and recovery while you're sleeping, that kind of thing. But you can take it any time of the day. I just suggest taking it away from other proteins so that you've got, uh, you're not trying to give your body too much protein at one time to try and absorb. That's it. Total Body Collagen from Natural Factors, BioSil, and Ultimate Vitality Multi. And I'm going to do something that I don't typically do. I've done it once or twice on the show ever. But I am going to do this. I'm going to put a promotion on VitalityNutrition.com, and we'll do it in-store as well, with all three products, the Ultimate Vitality Multi, the BioSil, and the collagen, a month supply-ish of each, because they're not all exactly a month supply, but it'll last you at least 30 days. And uh, we're going to do, uh, it's, I, I don't have the number in front of me because I'm like this, my head goes all over the place and I just decided to do this right as I announced it. So I'll figure it out, but it's going to be probably about 25% off if you buy all three of them together, okay? So that's going to be the plan. We'll have them on the front page of Vitality Nutrition. Dot com, and we'll have them on display at Vitality Nutrition. And this is what I would love you to do with me. 
I would love you to take the challenge, do it for 30 days and see how you feel, see how you look and literally take a before picture and an after picture of your face up close. Show us the fine lines, the crow's feet, whatever, and uh, do another one 30 days out. And then if you're seeing results and you're liking what you see and you're liking how you feel, do another one at 60 days and another one at 90 days. That's what I'm going to do. And uh, if you'd like to do that with me, uh, maybe the best place to do it would be in the Facebook listeners community on Facebook, Vitality Radio listeners community, which is linked in the show notes below on your podcast app. Okay, that's it. That's the protocol. I hope it's simple. Uh, We'll list it in the show notes. We'll have it on the website. We'll have it in store. And I hope you enjoyed this shorter than normal episode of Vitality Radio. I'm Jared St. Clair. It's an absolute pleasure bringing you this show each and every week, a couple of times a week. Thanks for your ears. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio Podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you.